really got to get to my soul stuff and I have to get to my Sixers stuff because that's the burning topic with the Sixers game tonight. So we will definitely get to all of that. Now, I want to give you just a recap if you do not know of the Eagles picks. Uh, in the first round, number 22 overall, which was the trade up from number 25, with their, which was their original pick, they select uh, Andre Dillard, an offensive tackle from Washington State, who's 6'5", 315. All reports and all analysis after this pick are possibly of this young man being uh, Jason Peters' successor. As we know, Jason Peters is somewhat on the downslide. Still a good, still a good tackle. Still a really good tackle for his age. But we all know that with the um, ensuing season, the injuries and things of that nature are starting to make wear and tear on him. Kind of like when you get a car, you know how that thing goes when you finally pay for it and it starts to nickel and down you, then you know it's getting close to time to get rid of it or moving on. Not saying that they need to move on from Jason Peters in a rush, no. But what I'm saying is this was a solid pick. They are looking to solidify their future. Like I said, when Howie came back and the moves that he made, I told people that he made moves for not the very next season or the next two seasons. He's making moves at that point. He was making moves for three, four, five years down the line. So the Eagles could be relevant for just about all of those years, if not all of those years and more. So there's also been talk of moving Jason Peters onto the guard, inside to the guard, and placing Dillard on the outside at the tackle, which would solidify that left side of that line, the blind side of that line for Carson Wentz. And then you don't have to move Lane Johnson over to that side of the line to leave Lane Johnson where he's a stud on the right side at right tackle on the right side of that line. So second round, number 53 overall. And this is a pick that a lot of fans, the brass were extremely excited about. I understand this pick. There was a lot put into this pick. Uh, a lot of influence from specific members of the Eagles coaching staff and front office. And a, like I said, a lot of the fan base was in on this pick is what the pick they all projected. Um, I looked at my pre-draft um, analysis before I, I you know, prepared for the draft. And everyone that I looked at at this pick picked this particular gentleman. So that being said, that particular gentleman is... Again, round two, number 53 overall, the Eagles select Miles Sanders, running back out of Penn State. Now, he is 5'11", 211. Now, like I said, there was a lot of influence from the front office and the Eagles coaching staff about this young man. Deuce Staley was, uh, is reportedly heavily, heavily to have a big hand in this draft pick. Now, what this pick does is... It helps you out with the situation that they were in last year. And I'm sure some people are probably going to say, well, they got Jordan Howard, so how did they need another draft pick? They still had Corey Clement and Darren Sproles. Well, we know the situation with Darren Sproles. It's probably his last year. We know that he's on his way out, so you need to replace. Corey Clement has been injured. Still a good piece, uh, but you need more. Josh 
Jordan Howard is your now feature back. Good pickup, solid pickup. Uh, I think he will be great in this offense. But now you also need some versatility where they struggled at that position last year. Uh, again, Corey Clement was that guy, but he got injury, injured again. So we have to have a backup plan to our backup plan. Hence, Mr. Sanders, who fits what the Eagles need, what they like to do on offense. He is a runner. He can run the ball. He can catch the ball. And he makes people miss in space. Um, he can help a lot on this team. You know, he gives you back what Corey Clement brought to the, to the team. Now you have two of those guys that can do the same thing who can also, one of those guys who can also fill in and run the ball in between the tackles. Not saying that Corey Clement cannot do that, but now you have another guy who can do that. So you have three running backs. And, you know, we needed some backups on you know and some help in that position because that's where we struggled once the injury bug hit us in that position so hopefully with jordan howard coming in and Corey clement being healthy and miles sanders coming in which like i said with the high expectations they can have a three-headed monster at running back and they can solidify uh, a running game and put forth a running game for the entire season to take a little bit of pressure off of carson wentz okay moving on Again, round two, number 57 overall, uh, wide receiver J.J. Arcega-Whiteside from Stanford. Stands at 6'2", 225. Another big receiver, another big target for Carson Wentz. Um, you know, everybody knows the thing with the receivers. Uh, he might, if he makes the squad, he may end up having to make it and play some special teams. But... Future, like I said, Howie, building something for the future. This kid is 6'2", 225, so he's a big body. He is close to tight end size, you know. And now you have somebody else that you can, you have another weapon that you can use besides Ertz, Alshon, and Goddard, who are all big in the red zone, you know. The guy has some speed and space, so you can use him in the slot. Now you have a big slot receiver. That would be tough to cover with a linebacker or a safety because he's going to be pretty much bigger. More so bigger than the safeties than the linebacker. But the speed, I think the speed will be more quicker than the linebackers. And again, he will outsize a lot of safeties in the NFL. Moving on. number Round number four. Uh, overall pick number 138. Sharif Miller. A defensive end from Penn State, 6'4", 254. Again, building for the future. You got Derek Barnett a few years ago, and now you draft this kid. So when the guys that you have start to wind down, you have these guys now in place that have played or have been tutored by your main core of defensive linemen that should be able to step in and continue what their mentors had done uh, prior to them getting, you know, consistent playing time. Uh, in round five, number 167 overall, Clayton Thorson, the quarterback from Northwestern. Another big kid, 6'4", 222. Kid has a strong arm. Again, building for the future. Building some security uh, at that position. And 
you know, just moving along. Like I said, building for the future is something that Howie has done and it is doing. You see it with these picks. These picks, you know, I would have liked to have seen them uh, possibly get a D-back, a corner, or something where they also struggled there. But they've also made some moves as far as with their own players, restructuring contracts, things of that nature, to possibly bring in some free agents. So I'm sure Howie's not done. You know, it was just the draft, and the draft is what it is. Like I said, they made some trades. They moved up to positions to get players that they felt that could help them improve the team moving forward. And that's what they did. And again, like I said, I'm not upset with what Howie did. I actually think this is a pretty good draft. You know, they addressed some points of need. Some they didn't. But there's still free agency. There's still time to adjust and make some moves on the other ends and the other issues that they needed to make issues on. So with that being said, I'm going to take a quick break. It is 10 minutes to 12. I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, I'm going to recap you on my weekend with the Soul, and then we're going to get into our Sixers stuff. So stay tuned. The Soul weekend was great. I'm definitely going to get into that when we come back. It's your boy D, Heat 100 Radio, Sports Rap. And I'll see you on the other side in a couple minutes.